0: And I hate to do this, but we are interrupting our normally scheduled programming here. Economic update is such good show, right? But we are here live at our fifth birthday party. My name is Justin Mogg here at Ford Radio, one of the co-founders of the station. And I'm so glad to have you with us today for our special fifth anniversary Boy, it's been a long run, right? We started organizing this thing about five years before we flipped the switch exactly five years ago today on April 9th, 2017. Uh, Boy, this has been such a wonderful run, and we are so happy to be here at the Tim Faulkner Gallery, 991 Logan Street, broadcasting to you live for the afternoon. We are here until 4 p.m., Just started at 1 o'clock here. Uh, People are gathering. The food is really delicious, you all. And it's just getting laid out. The drinks are here. And boy, the people are here too. And we are so excited to bring you this special live birthday coverage from the Tim Faulkner Gallery. Want to encourage you all to come on out to the Tim Faulkner Gallery and become a part of our birthday fun here. We're going to have live music coming up in just a minute from the amazing john gage uh singer songwriter who you know if you've been uh, in louisville a while and in the social justice scene uh he's always always with us and such a great musician brian barnes is going to be our mc today from critical thinking for everyone uh this is the place to come if you've always wanted to uh Meet the people who are on the radio, right? And see what they're like in three dimensions, my friends. This is your chance to uh, do... You know, a different thing with radio, which is actually interact with it. My friend Patty Payette is here enjoying some of the delicious food we've oh, got. Oh,
1: it's quite a delicious bread, <laughs> healthy and awesome. So come and get a nosh, folks.
0: So we're here celebrating our fifth birthday and our pledge drive. We have been raising money for two weeks now. I just checked, and we are at 52 donors online. Very close to $4,000. But I believe you have an announcement about another donation, oh, yeah. right,
1: Patty? I a donation in today, and I was asked to bring it to this event. Yes,
0: this is and the event to so bring your... If is, you're one of those paper check people or cash yes, people. Yes,
1: I'm hand delivering. This one is from Tom Payette and Kathleen Reno, my Aww, parents. Aww. And I really appreciate it, and I'll let you share...
0: We have a wonderful donation of $500. I wish I had my bell with me. Thank you so much. Oh, that's wonderful. So you can come, drop off your donations, or be recognized for your donations if you've already made them. You can still go to fordradio.org to pledge today to help us get to that $5,000. And that $500 check is going to get us very close to our goal, my friends. This is so exciting. John Gage has just taken the stage here at the Tim Faulkner Gallery, and uh, Brian Barnes is on cue to do some MCing, right?
2: I am. I'm ready to roll, but I would hate to upstage John no, Gage. No, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Yeah, everybody can hear from me after and the rest of the day. Please come out to the Tim Faulkner Gallery.
0: This is the place to be. If you love community, if you love forward radio, you want to join us right now through 4 p.m. at the Tim Faulkner Gallery just on Logan Street at Kentucky at 991 Logan Street. Let's listen to a little of John Gage.
3: The cycles of the year. Only music keeps us here, each by all the others held. In the hold of hands and eyes, we turn in pairs, joining, joining each to all again. Then we turn aside, alone, out of the sunlight gone into the darker circles of retirement. Within the circles of our lives, we dance the circles of the years. Circles of the seasons, within the circles of the years. Cycles of the moon within the circles of the seasons, or oh, the circles of our reasons within the cycles of the moon, or oh, the circles of our reasons within the cycles of the moon.
2: Thanks so much to the John Gage duo, fantastic, fantastic music. We're out here at the Tim Faulkner Gallery, we'll be hearing more from uh, John Gage duo here in just a couple of minutes, right, really appreciate you guys. Uh, please come out to the Tim Faulkner Gallery, we're located on Logan Street, uh, we're out here for the 5th annual Forward Radio birthday party. Uh, we, uh, we have so many great sponsors involved in this, we've got food Uh, by the Deli Up Project. Uh, We've got a silent auction over here. If anybody's out in the space, please go to the silent auction table, grab a ticket. If you're here, you qualify for putting uh, putting your ticket in to win any number of silent auction prizes which are located at the far end of the room by the entrance for folks who are here right now. We do have the food tasting table in the next room uh, where the bar is. We do have a cash bar happening. There are restrooms at the far end of the building, uh, plainly in sight. Please come check out our partner tables. We've got one from Bernheim, League of Women Voters. Uh, We've got interesting things on our table that you can get, which is... Uh, forward radio swag for our fifth birthday party if you want to join you can walk up to someone with a forward radio t-shirt and put cash in their hand and we will absolutely take that from you thank you very much ahead of time you can also go to forwardradio.org and you can donate whatever you want we will take all of it you can buy prizes too, get your own t-shirt we'll be back but for now let's get a little more from the John Gage duo
3: time to watch things grow you only reap what you sow opinions are passing to and fro come sit by my side and watch the fire glow well I know the moon is made of marble I hear the sun is made of grass every mesa makes a table and the seas are looking glass now take time to watch things grow you only reap what you sow opinions are passing to and fro come sit by my side and watch the fire glow well i put my ear to the ground didn't want to miss a single sound i'll eagerly tell you what i found the universal heart beating underground.
4: Oh. Ah.
3: Oh. so right you feel you've broken the dark of the night the naked truth will blind your sight when daybreak brings a whole new light And hey, there's a million ways to spread the good news so don't be chained to the words you choose it's living color changing hue can't you see the different points of view Tower when the world was young. Each one speaks different tongue red, yellow, black, and white. Each one perfect in its own right. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last Just kicking down the cobblestones Looking for fun and feeling groovy uh I got no deeds to do, no promises to keep I'm dappled and drowsy and ready to sleep Got the morning time drop, all its petals on me Life I love you, all is groovy uh Mm -hmm. I put my ear to the ground Didn't want to miss a single sound I eagerly tell you what I found there's a universal heart beating underground. Ah. La 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 la. la, la, la. Take time to watch things grow. You only reap what you sow. Opinions are passing to and fro. Sit by my side and watch the fire glow. Thank you. Thank you. It's Bruce Krummer on the clarinet and saxophone. I'm John Gage. We're happy to be playing here in support of We'll do a song by Malvina Reynolds, and it's called "God Bless the the Grass." Do you know this song, Jim? "God Bless the Grass." Yeah, you know it. It's all about truth, and since we're having a hard time with truth these days, and since Forward Radio is all about truth, I felt like this was an appropriate song to sing. God bless the grass, it goes like this.
0: And just a reminder that we are coming to you live from the Tim Faulkner Gallery for Forward Radio's fifth birthday party. We want you to come out. We're here at uh, Logan Street and Kentucky, and we'll be here until 4 p.m. with free food, live music, as you can hear right now from John Gage. Coming up later, it's young singer-songwriter Amber Riggs. Uh, we've got raffles, door prizes, The Louisville Community Grocery is here with their deli-up samples. Uh, We've got finger food. We've got drinks. You won't want to miss it. And, of course, we're trying to raise $5,000 by the end of today, and you can help get us there. We are so close to our goal. Whether you can come in person and drop off some cash, that would be great. Or go right now to forwardradio.org. Pledge what you can to help keep us on the air and strong for another five years.
3: God bless the grass that grows through cement It's green and it's tender It's easily bent But after a while It lifts up its head For the grass is living The stone is dead God bless the grass God bless the grass That's gentle and low Its roots, they are deep Its will is to grow And God bless the truth The friend of the poor, the wild grass growing, the poor man's door. God bless the grass. God bless the truth. God bless the truth. I've been thinking lately about the people I meet Car wash on the corner and the hole in the street The way my ankles hurt, the shoes on the feet Wondering if I'll ever see tomorrow Father, forgive us for what we must do You forgive us, we'll forgive you We'll forgive each other till we both turn blue Whistle and go fishing in heaven Well, I was in the army, but I never dug a trench Used to bust my knuckles on the monkey wrench. Then I'd go to town and drink and give the girls a pinch. But I don't think they ever even noticed me. Fish and whistle, whistle and fish. Eat everything they put on your dish. When we get through, gonna make a big wish. We never have to do this again. 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 Father, forgive us for what we must do. You forgive us, we'll forgive you. We'll forgive each other till we both turn blue. Whistle and go fishing in heaven. Fish and whistle, whistle and fish. Eat everything and put on your dish. When we get through, we're going to make a big wish. we never have to do this again, again, again. Father, forgive us for what we must do. You forgive us, we'll forgive you. We'll forgive each other till we both turn blue. Whistle and go fishing in heaven. On my very first job, I said, thank you, please made me scrub the parking lot down on my knees and I got fired for being scared of bees they only give me 50 cents an hour fish and whistle whistle and fish eat everything and put on your dish when we get through we're gonna make a big wish never have to do this again 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 father forgive us for what we must do You forgive us, we'll forgive you. We'll forgive each other till we both turn blue. Whistle and go fishing in heaven. Whistle and go fishing in heaven. Whistle and go fishing in heaven. John Prime Tune. This next song is a song I wrote called the Doodle Lack of Blues.
0: And you are listening to John Gage live here for the fifth birthday party of Forward Radio, WFMP has been broadcasting to you 24-7, 365, since April 9th. That's today, my friends, of 2017. We are so delighted to be celebrating five years of people-powered radio, and only you have made this possible, my friends. It, it's a wonderful coming together of volunteer power and your donations. Listener contributions keep us on the air. We're trying to raise $5,000 by the end of the day, and we are over $4,000 of the way there. Go to forwardradio.org right now to donate whatever you can to help sustain us for another five years. And you can still pick up today on some of those fantastic, unique thank you gifts that are only available through the end of the day by midnight, my friends. You've got to go now to forwardradio.org. We'd love for you to become our 54th 50- Fourth donor. We're up to 53 donors, $3,911 and we're trying to get to $5,000 by midnight. We want to thank Harriet Siler. Thank you, Harriet, for your generous donation and Humberto Fossey. Thank you, Humberto. That is awesome. Fritz Hilton has made a generous donation to this station, as has Enid Redmond. Thank you, Enid. And of course, our very own Victoria Strange. Judy Jennings a great fan of the station. Nancy Jakubiak, thank you so much everybody for pledging. We want to thank you live from the Tim Faulkner Gallery here on Logan Street right across the street from the from the Logan Street Market. Only you make this party possible, so come on out. They're setting up for the Louisville Community Grocery right now, right outside the door, uh, setting up for the Deli Up event. They're going to be sampling a dozen different deli items. You don't want to miss it. Come on out right now. Let's take you back to John Gage. Due
3: to lack of interest, due to lack of time, our best laid plans just withered on the vine. I'm sitting here tonight, I'm kind of confused. Cause I woke up this morning with a due to lack of blue. and hey, now due to lack of this due to lack of that due to lack of direction I don't know where I'm at due to lack of cooperation we called off the whole operation now we're wandering around out in the clue. Criminal case of the dude a like. Bruce Cromer, let's hear it one more time. This morning, turned on the news. Spokesman was a talking about the due to lack of blues going around all over town. Doctors, nurses, they don't know what to do. It's not like a cold, not like a flu. A different set of symptoms called the due to lack of blues. Not like a cold, not like a flu. It's a different set of symptoms called the of like Blue.
0: That's John Gage live, and I've got one of our programmers with me live. I'm Justin Mogg here at the Tim Faulkner Gallery celebrating our fifth anniversary party with Lizzie from Two Nuts in a Pod. We're out of the pod right now. Are you okay?
5: I think I'll make it, yeah. <laughs> I've got like a blackberry bourbon sour or something. Yes. It's, and it's a delicious, party. right? It is very good.
0: (laughs) Tim Faulkner makes a good cocktail. Oh, yes. We got a cash bar. We've got free non alky drinks for teetotalers like myself. Yes. Uh, Is Emo going to be able to make it out today?
5: Yes. He should be here very soon.
0: Very good. Very good. We're looking forward to that. We got
5: some charcuterie, too. Yes. And a cookie cake.
0: And a cookie cake coming up. It hasn't been cut yet. What's
5: better than a cake? A cookie cake. It's a stuffed
0: cookie cake. It's like a cookie sandwich cake. What? Yes.
5: Two layers of
0: cookie and frosting in the (laughs) middle.
5: Nice. Very nice. It's a party, right? It is. It is.
0: So come on out and join us through 4 p.m. Uh, and help us get to our goal of $5,000. We're so close. We are yeah. so
5: close, guys. We, we are so
0: close. And only you can help push us over the edge by midnight, my friends. And it's your last chance to pick up on some of those great thank you gifts. Did you yes. pick up on anything this time, Lizzie?
5: I did. I got one of the uh, phone caddies. Oh, Very yeah. cute. Hell Made yeah. by a group called So Retired. Um I think it's run by Kentucky Refugee Ministries.
0: Stitch, Yeah, Stitch.
5: Stitch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stitch. Yeah. Sorry, I'm it's, mixing. So mixing
0: retired I... was last year's thank you gifts. That's <laughs> right.
5: <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, it's very cute. I'm very excited.
0: Awesome. About my little present. You can also get a WFMP t-shirt like I'm wearing right now, or a hoodie. Yep. Uh, and so there's pledge levels that you can give, starting at twenty five dollars. I think the phone caddy was thirty. Thirty five. Thirty five. Uh, so go to forwardradio.org and see all of your options there and come on out and join us at the Tim Faulkner Gallery don't miss it right
5: yeah y'all it's a good time come out
0: alright we'll take you back to John Gage
3: long ago in Africa they say the people could fly high in the sky with the blackbirds chanting the magic words these are the words you must say Fly o'er the fields and away Down campfires they tell of the ones who could fly They all swear that it's true it's a song of triumph, a lullaby, and I will tell it to you. Kum yale kumbaba tambe. These are the words you must say to fly over the field and away. Kum yale kumbaba tambe. taken by ship from their homeland, they sailed across the sea, strangers they could not understand, to a land of slavery. Day after day, in a foreign field, they felt the sting of the whip, their bodies were broken, the rows where they kneeled, did not a word. Heard from their lips, as one then another fell from the heat. An old man reached out to the fallen, he was helping them stand on their feet. Sing, listen to your soul. It's calling, 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 kumiale, kumbaba, tambe. These are the words you must say. Fly for the field and away. To me, Ale, to Baba, Tombay. To me, Baba, Sorry.
0: That's John Gage. We're live at the Tim Faulkner Gallery for Ford Radio's 5th Anniversary party. I'm here, Justin Mogg, with Lizzie Caraway from Two Nuts in a Pod. And it is so nice to be in person, right? Like, this, we don't get to do this enough.
5: Yeah, we've done, like, virtual meetings for the oh, past yeah. two years. So, I, like, legitimately, I, I kind of have to walk up to people I see, like, every other week and be like, Hi, yeah. I'm Lizzie. Yeah. I'm taller than you remember. Yeah.
0: And... This affects our mental health, which is what your show is all about, right?
5: Yes. Yeah, we always have, we, we usually have guests come on the show and just normal folks, people in the Louisville community, sometimes they're mental health advocates or yeah. clinicians, and then sometimes, you know, they're just acquaintances of ours who, like most people, have dealt with mental health issues at some right. point in their lives, so... We just real talk about it. And
0: it's so great and so valuable and the kind of stuff you won't hear anywhere else, right? Like one of the radio stations lets mentally ill people on, I know. on the station, right?
5: They let they <laughs> let us crazies on. Us depressos.
0: <laughs> A recovering addicts with our you know we've got all kinds of great programming like that that you're just not gonna hear anywhere else. And if you support that kind of programming, you need to step up and Chip in a few bucks to help keep us on the air. You know, Lizzie and I love to volunteer our time for the station, but unfortunately, that doesn't pay the bills. We have some fundamental bills. We don't pay staff. I wish we had enough money to pay staff, but we just volunteer and need to cover rent, and that's where you all come in, chip in whatever you can. Uh, Now is the time, and we need you to do it by midnight so that we can just go to bed after two weeks and be relaxed and be like, yes, we made our goal, right? Yes.
5: I've I've
0: got... I've got this anxiety right now, Lizzie. Help me out with my anxiety.
5: We're so close, Justin. We're going to make it. Final stretch. Going to hang in a little
0: self-care. I'm going to hit the stacks yes. and relax. And I know, I trust you all, are going to go to forwardradio.org. Pledge big, my friends. Take you back to John Gage, live here at the Tim Faulkner Gallery. Come on out.
3: Life in peace. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will be as one. Imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed or hunger, equality and justice in every land. Imagine the people sharing all the world you may say I'm a dreamer but I'm not the only one I hope someday Join us And the world Will live as one Thank you so much Bruce Cromer Clarinet and Sax, I'm John Gage. Amber is coming up right away, I think, so looking forward to it. Thank you all so much. Let's move forward with Forward Radio. Yes! It's all about the truth. It's all about awakening. It's all of that stuff that we all know and love and stand for. It's about recovering a sense of our own humanity. So here's to Forward Radio.
2: Thank you, John Gage. Thanks so much to the John Gage duo for this work today. Really appreciate you guys coming out and sharing your musical inspiration with us. Uh, we di- we definitely want to bring Amber Riggs up just in a second, but I'm going to talk about a couple of the interesting things we have going on. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Brian Barnes. I have a program here at Forward Radio. Uh, thanks for coming to the fifth annual Forward Radio birthday party. Yeah, that's right, that's right. There's a silent auction you can you can register for. There, there's tickets over here for door prizes. We have Bernheim Forest out here with us today. And Kenyatta, go over and talk to her. Uh, yeah, we have the we have the League of Women Voters out here, right? Let's make some noise for that business. Very important business, of course. Um, we are at the Tim Faulkner Gallery on Logan Street, so please come out and join us. The bar is open. There is wonderful food from Carol Trainor. Uh Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Carol. We also have the Deli Up Project, which I want to mention just really briefly. If you drive by, you will see the Deli Up Project in the parking lot. What are they doing out there, right? They're on the patio, not in the parking lot, but on the patio. They're out there sampling food so that they can help build a community menu with our support. So they want our feedback. So if you come out to uh, the Tim Faulkner Gallery today, you can try food for free from the Deli Up Project outside. Food for free from Carol Trainer inside. And uh, we hope that you'll give everybody feedback on how that goes. Uh, We're going to hear a little bit more about uh, some of these projects as we go forward. I want folks to stick around. After we hear from Amber Riggs, we're going to hear from Judd Hendricks, who's a local activist. Looking forward to hearing uh, hearing from Judd, so stick around. Make sure you get some food and drink. Ready? Amber Riggs is a singer-songwriter out of Elizabethtown. She's involved, she really likes uh, to provide rockabilly and grunge offerings. We are looking forward to her stylings today as she sits in um, following the John Gage duo. Thanks a lot, Amber.
6: They're doing? Woo! Can y'all hear me okay?
1: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I can't
6: hear myself. I'm half All right. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play a couple songs uh, and then I'm on at three, just a couple songs. All right, this one is called Red. This next song is the second song on my album I've got coming out. This is called My Getaway. All right, this is another original. This is called I Need You. I was rolling down the road, it was on the way to Florida for sure your soul to have another year. much for listening
2: y'all are awesome yeah let's give it up for amber Riggs. Woo! thank you thank you so much amber okay okay now i have a couple of announcements to make i would appreciate your attention i can see hey 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 i can see it's a rowdy crowd this place is out of hand. Join us down here on Logan Street for a party. If you're looking, let's hear it from the party. Yeah! For sure, this is the stuff. it up, everybody. I've already told you the restroom's in the back. But near the restroom, there is a silent auction. And right now, nobody's signing up. Nobody's signing up for the silent auction. You can get some stuff down there. Let me tell you about it really quickly. Judd Hendrix is stretching right now. He'll be up next. Down at the silent auction, friends, there are antique fireplace tools. Are you kidding? Look, if you want want to style up your fireplace, this is it. You haven't even seen it, so you can't poo-poo it. But if you have a fireplace, you need to check this out. Listen now, a lot of people around here like Christmas. A lot of you rowdy people out there like Christmas. You like the rowdy Christmas party, right? Well, these are rowdy Christmas items. They're vintage and they're rowdy, and they're there for you. Go check them out in the silent auction. There is also an under-sink organizer. I'm not saying it's the sexiest item there. I'm saying if you need it, you need it, right? And it's there for you. There's also a thermos and T-shirt combination from Clearing the Fog, important radio show here on Forward Radio. If you guys are trying to talk over me, you will not win because I have the microphone and I have the soundboard behind me and we're going to win. Like there's no question that this team will win. Thank you very much, soundboard. I love you. There is also a pooper scooper. Pooper scooper. Yes, you too can sign up for a pooper scooper in our silent auction. If you're not down here at this party, you are missing it. My God. There is, this last thing I'm going to mention, there is a band called the Blues Redemption Band. As you might imagine, they're into blues. I was told to point that out. Jeanette Westbrook has a lot to say, but I'm not letting her have the mic right now. She's going to be up to talk about the silent auction after Judd Hendricks, but she has the Blues Redemption Band. They are giving away four hours of live play for your derby party or for your, I don't know, sixth annual forward radio party, I'm not sure, but whatever party you have, they're giving away four hours of live music. Sign up for it. There's also a door prize thing. This is separate. The problem is we have, we're giving away too much at Forward Radio. There's too, much, there's too much that we're trying to give to the community, and it's become confusing. And so I appreciate every... I guess the rowdy people got tired of me talking. Um, they're at the bar. At any rate, the bar's in the next room. So if you would like, there's also a door prize table. It is adjacent, nearly, to the, uh, to the um, silent auction table, so please check that out. You'll get, if you're looking at me right now, you'll see the red and white ticket. You'll get one of these, and there's a chance for a door prize. Of the three things I'm gonna announce here, the most important is now. We have a table uh, next to the door prize that is handing out uh, Ukraine uh, little flags, right, for to support Ukraine. We should be supporting Ukraine. Uh, in this time, Ukraine is certainly coming under an unjust action, right? I'm no political analyst. I'm just saying it's really terrible for Ukraine. And we should be looking at that and saying, ah, where's the justice? If you think about those questions, there's a table over here uh, where f- folks are handing out Ukraine flags, Ukraine pins, and ready to talk to you about this tragedy. So... Without much more... Oh, by the way, last, not to change the subject totally, but last thing, if you sign up, people don't know this, if you sign up for the silent auction, which is in the back corner of the room, Jeanette's back there with her awesome hat. If you sign up, you're going to get a free drink at Heine Brothers. She's got a stack of coupons. All you have to do is put in a pledge. You don't even have to think you're going to win. You don't even have to care about that item. You could just bump up the prices if that's what you're into. There are no police here. Just do what you feel like you need to do. Support Forward Radio, and uh, and you'll get a free Heine Brothers drink. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce Judd Hendricks, our speaker. Judd Hendricks submitted a bio, and so I am going to now read... The Judd Hendricks submitted bio with my own adjustments since, as Judd pointed out when he walked in the room, I am one of the people in Louisville he's known the longest, for better or for worse. I had nothing to do with him coming here today, by the way. just want to point that out. Judd Hendricks is the executive director for Interfaith Interfaith Paths to Peace, co-founder of The Big Table, a coach and consultant. Hey, now. We're reading a bio. Rowdy. A coach and consultant with New Possibilities Associates, and an adjunct professor at Bellarmine University and Jefferson Community and Technical College, Judd has worked in the area of personal and social transformation for 30 years. He has a Master of Divinity degree from Louisville Presbyterian Seminary, a bachelor's in psychology from Samford University, and is currently finishing his PhD in education and social change at Bellarmine University. Judd grew up here in Louisville and his parents anchored the youth ministry of his and my family church, Walnut Street Baptist Church at 3rd and St. Catherine, just up the street, probably the first mega church in the Southern Baptist Convention. Judd and I were not friends in high school. (laughs) Contemporary social theories suggest that we are both to blame, so... I would always see Judd hanging out with the cool kids, including the pastor's son, with their untucked shirts and their fashionable hairstyles. (laughs) They would laugh and smile during our shared service in the sanctuary on Sundays, whispering and passing notes, like all the rest of us, but they were ranked a little higher than we were in the order of things back then. And they would often leave early, in a group, attracting the attention of the hundreds of people in the room every time. Those of us out of the know speculated and fantasized about what they may have been doing on those early Sunday afternoons unattended, wandering the halls of the massive building or hanging out in the parking lot. Little did we know they were participating in social justice activism, education, and reform, which has been Judd's lifelong passion following in big footsteps, by the way. The world is a better place for Judge Judge activism and his profound searching. And I am honored to welcome this gnarly old activist, my friend, Judd Hendricks. Thank
7: you, Brian. Um, Brian has been a big influence in my life um, because of his hair. So I'm trying to... Look at those lovely lots. I'm trying to uh, model my hair after Brian. So uh, I do want to give a bow to, to Walnut Street Baptist Church. I hadn't thought about it, but um, Walnut Street was uh, my first introduction to uh, integrated community. We had uh, a, a lot of uh, black people that would come to the, the gym there. And that's where I first uh, got introduced to intercultural, interracial uh, relationships. So uh, a deep bow to Brian and to Walnut Street Baptist Church. Um Thanks so much, Louisville, for, uh, for uh, all that you've been doing. What an amazing group of people here. A lot of folks here have been mentors to me that have brought me up in this work of, of social justice and uh, social change. So a deep bow to, uh, to all of you and to my mentors uh, that have been here. One of the things, I, I always get tired of hearing myself talk. So uh, as you all know, I'm much more interested than in the space between you and... Um, About 15 years ago, I was in one of these kind of dream states, you know, when you're kind of waking up in the morning, but you're not quite asleep, but you're not quite awake. And in this dream state, I had a a vision that has changed my life uh, forever. Um, What I saw, it was like I was 30,000 feet over Louisville, and I was looking at the outline of Louisville. You know, if you've seen a map of Louisville, what the outline of Louisville looks like. I was hovering above Louisville, looking down at this map of the city. And what happened in this vision is a light um, from the middle of the city, it seemed like it was from downtown, shot up out of the, it became a 3D image. And this light was just um, like a pillar of light that shot up. And um, So I kind of watched as this, this vision unfolded, And what happened is another light sprang up and started spinning around it, and it came up to the top as well. And then when there were about four or five lights that all did the same thing, they all started at the ground and they spun up to the top, and it became a pillar of light above the city, emerging straight out of the middle of the city. And then what happened as I saw another stream of light all by itself shoot up. And what happened in this vision is that these two pillars shot up. They were kind of swirling around one another. And when both of them got formed, they then connected with one another at about a 30,000 foot. So it began creating a dome of light around Louisville. And what happened in this dream as I watched it unfold, um, these beams of light created a dome around the city of Louisville, around uh, the perimeter of Louisville. And a voice came to me in the, after this vision kind of became a, 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 full, a full vision is, Judd, that is your work. That is your work. And what I took from that is, one, is that I need to do my own inner work so that I can become a a beam of light, so that I can manifest consciousness in my life, so that that shines through me. And then I need to come into friendship, relationship, partnerships with other beams of light. And when we do that, we begin swirling in this relationship. And that attracts other beams of light. And then when those beams, which were like pillars, connect with each other, we form a a dome of love, compassion, and consciousness. Louisville Forward is one of those columns of light you all have brought together people that are waking up to the reality that we are light, that we are love, that we are consciousness. And then you invite us together. You invite us to to speak and to share about what we're learning, who we're becoming, what we're passionate about. And then you invite us to come together. And I really do believe in the... 30 years, now I turned 53 in January. There is some shifts happening in our community. A lot of those shifts are due to the racial justice and equity work that's happened over the last two years. But we are asking different questions. We are engaging deeper systemic structural issues. And we are developing the practices to wake up, to be whole. What I think is missing in that, and I think COVID has been um, one of the uh, several years ago, even before COVID, um, they said that the biggest health crisis going on in the United States is alienation, is aloneness. We um, have lost the practices of knowing how to come together across our differences and to connect with one another. So the challenge that I have for you and what you all are doing, and now that we're beginning to, it's good to see some of your faces. I've seen a lot of you uh, uh, masked on Zoom, so it's really good to see a lot of your faces face-to-face. Is We we have this task of coming together and harvesting the collective consciousness. Harvesting what are you passionate about. This is the question, and just in a minute I'm going to ask you to turn to somebody you don't know. Meet them, and I'm going to ask you to share, this is what I am passionate about. This is what life is calling me to today, or this week, or this phase of my life. So think about that for a moment. What is it that life is calling you to? What are you passionate about? And then I want you to find somebody you don't know, introduce yourself, and I want you to share that with them Because the beloved community, this image of a beloved community, is a community where everybody belongs, where everybody knows what their passion and calling is, and where we come together to support one another and to collaborate when and where we can. I think it's that collaboration part that is the piece that's missing. Um, So I really want you to be intentional about thinking about who do I need to have coffee with? Who do I need to have a beer with? Who do I need to sit down uh, and have a conversation with? Because you sense they're one of those threads that you're going to get weaved around. So I'm going to give us uh, just like four or five minutes. I know you've been kind of sitting with some people. Look around. Find somebody you don't know. This is a key for us as a community. Introduce yourself and share in... Like a m two minutes. What are you passionate about? What is life calling you to? Each person share, and then we're gonna come back together and harvest that real quick. So find somebody you don't know. Introduce yourself and talk about what you're passionate about.
0: Jud, hi. We haven't met, I'm Justin Mogg. Greetings, Justin. What are you passionate about?
7: <laughs> we're online, right? So we are we are live, yeah. If um if you're If you're at home or hearing this, find somebody else in your house and ask them or talk to your dog
0: or or cat
7: and say, what are you passionate
0: about? Or a creature passing by.
7: A a creature passing? Yeah. Find somebody that's walking out on the sidewalk and stop them and say, hey, my name is so and so and uh, I want to know what you're passionate about. So tell me what you are passionate about right now.
0: I am passionate about sustainability. okay? Okay. And When I say that, I don't just mean caring about the environment because I've always been passionate about that. But what got me excited was realizing that the way to fix our environmental problems is to fix injustice between us as people. Nice. And that sustainability is all about healing our broken relationships with one another and with the planet and that we can't have a a functioning ecology environment without functioning society, too. Right. And so we see this problem replicated so many times and it's so obvious in a time of war with the environmental destruction that comes along with it but even on a day-to-day right like the only reason we pollute is because we have these areas called sacrifice zones right whether mm. it's the West End of Louisville yeah. or Cancer Alley in Louisiana where we where were just kind of like eh, it's a shame but it's okay because those aren't my people well we gotta we gotta get rid of that tribalism and start realizing that we are all one and yeah. we're all in this together and that's kind of what I love about the whole concept of like spaceship Earth, right? Like imagine yeah. you're on a spaceship, literally, <laughs> <and> <laughs> literally we've got limited in resources, a vast universe, yeah. right? That the only way to survive is to come together and not fight, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I love the work of interfaith to peace. I, oh, I'm well, going to ask you, Jud, what are you passionate <laughs> about? <laughs> well, I mean, I would say
7: uh, a, a similar. Like, I'm really passionate about bringing people together um, and finding ways that we can connect with each other as humans. I think one of, and one of the things, we're, we're experiencing such a polarized time in our world right now. In right. fact, studies show that we're more polarized around our identity groups. We're more polarized around our political uh, perspectives. You know, we've re-entrenched into our tribes.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which, you know, when we were few people on the planet and we were kind of isolated tribes. Maybe that made a little bit of sense, Yeah. but today in an interconnected world, we gotta get over that.
7: Yeah, The, the, the and the question of how do we come together and have hard conversations, one of the things that we're learning with Interfaith Paths of Peace is it's easier to come together and connect with each other around, uh, around things that we share as humans. Right. But to build the relationship, to build the container of trust first and then we can move into having you know our our differences are important and it's not that we oh, all yeah. need to agree you know it's not that we all need to have the same perspective but we need to find ways that we can disagree and still remain in meaningful relationship i like that and so i think building trust between groups that uh, have different perspectives and opinions is really a lot of the work that Interfaith is. And so one of the things I do want to talk about is we're planning on doing the Big Table again, Uh, the Big big Table table. Potluck. Yeah. So we're thinking in September, hopefully without COVID uh, reemerging, we're going to be able to get together and and meet people at the Big Table. So uh, we think it's going to be September the 11th. Uh, but be looking for more information about that, and what hope an people will participate. What to
0: not just celebrate right? our patriotism. It's right? a kind of a weird day sure. that all this is. Yeah. But what about celebrating what we value in each other? Because it's it's that othering that led to events like 9/11 in the first place, right? Yeah. So we, I loved, I just really love the work you do with well, the big table, man. You do a really good job of reaching out into all the corners of the community and bringing people to one table. And that is fabulous. I know you got to bring people back. I just want to let our listeners know we are live from the Tim Faulkner gallery for Ford Radio's fifth birthday party. We want you to come down by 4 p.m. The party is rocking and we've got great music coming up from Amber Riggs. We've still got the uh, silent auction going and the door prizes and the deli up folks from Louisville community grocery have just set up outside. And I just sampled the spicy pineapple, O-M-G. You all are gonna love that. There are 12 different deli items, all free out in the patio area here at the Tim Fokker Gallery.
7: So I'm gonna bring us back together. If you take a moment to
0: uh, thank your partner.
7: Thank you, John. Take a bow, thank you. Uh, Take a moment to say thanks to your partner for uh, sharing their passion. And I do want to bring us back together um, real quickly to harvest kind of what you heard. So, um, if we can uh, finish up your conversation, and then uh, if you would be willing, can somebody just shout out um, what that uh, experience of hearing somebody's passion was like? Just what was uh, what was your five minutes together like? What you what did that feel like? Very informative. What else? Yeah. Enjoyable. Enjoyable. Yeah. This is joy in connecting. It was exciting. exciting. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. So um, one thing I want to announce before I, I get up. One, thank you all for doing that. Let's make that a practice, right? Just ask people in your life and your family, what are you passionate about? And I trust as we do that, we'll find ways we can support each other. And, and that's really the key in, in collaboration. I do want to announce as um, uh, we are thinking about that we're going to do the big table this year. The big table is the world's largest potluck. I hope you, if you all haven't been before, last year we had eight, or three years ago when we could do it, we had 1,800 people. We're trying to break the global world record. We do have North America's largest potluck uh, uh, 1,800 people is North America's largest potluck. In the, um, we're trying to break the world record, which is 3,624. So this year we think we can do it. It's going to be uh, on September the 11th which is a beautiful day for us to come together as a community. It will be on Sunday night. You bring a potluck dish. You sit at a table of eight with people you don't know, and you have wonderful conversations. So put that in your calendar, uh, September the 11th, the big table at Ear Corey Park, and we hope we'll see you there. Thank you, Louisville Forward radio station. You all come on down if you're listening to this on the radio and uh, join the party. Thanks very much. Here's Brian.
2: Thank you, Judd. Great stuff, man. I tell you, I have enjoyed this rowdy crowd here today. One of the most powerful things I've seen today though of all the really cool interactions was when I walked out of the room after Judd and I came back in after Judd had been talking for about 3 minutes and everybody in here was just paying attention. <laughs> it was incredible. I don't know how it happened. I don't know what he said because I stepped away, but it really worked out. All right. Here's a couple of things to know. First of all, Carol would like us to know that at 2:30, 2:30, 2:30, there's a joke in there. Anyway, at 2:30, we're gonna cut the forward radio cake. Woo! Fifth anniversary. I mean, we've got cake on top of cake. Can we sing happy birthday? We're gonna sing happy birthday right now. Okay, we're singing it right now, but we're not cutting it till 2:30. Everybody okay? All right. I'm going to do my best. And I, I, for those of you who think that I can't sing, you're right. And so I want to apologize for leading this thing, but this is extemporaneous. We're going to cut it now in order, in order to distract from this musical experience. Right? This ought to make, when Amber Riggs comes back, this really ought to make that awesome. Yeah. Everybody ready? Okay, here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to your forward radio, happy birthday to you, hey forward radio, we're five years old, we're running around, somebody should probably put us on a tether, but we are making change in Louisville, the cake is being cut. And I'm going to hand this over for a moment to Jeanette to talk about this silent auction business and also her super cool band. So here's Jeanette.
8: Yeah. Oh, well, how, how are you? And happy birthday to Forward Radio, okay? The people's voice. Now I want to tell you about the silent auction that we have here, over here. Please go up and look at what is on that table. It could be yours. We cut off the silent au- auction at 315 and we've got some primo items up there one of the things is the blues redemption you've got a thousand dollars you know somebody that wants a band for their derby party go up there and bid on that so for a thousand dollars five hundred of that goes directly to forward radio forward radio keep it on the air okay folks and then 500 to the band, and that's four hours of live music. Wow. Four hours. It is a deal. So bid on that thing. If you're going to have an event, if you're going to have a derby party, this is your chance. Because I tell you what, through COVID, we lost a lot of our musicians. We lost a lot of our bands. Okay, so... Uh, Live music is better. How many of you all like live music? It's like live radio. Is live radio better? Yes, it is. Okay, so that's what you need to do. Help us keep Forward Radio moving on for another year. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Jeanette.
2: Fantastic. Get back there to that silent auction. Every time you put a bid into our silent auction, you get a free cup of Heine Brothers coffee. Yeah. She's going to give you a coupon right there. Collect them. You can turn them into art. If you're looking to give away some Heine Brothers coupons, you don't care, but you want to give them away. Get back there in that silent auction. Okay, so now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring on the owner of our deli up friends, right? They are outside. We are here at the Tim Faulkner Gallery for the fifth uh, birthday of Forward Radio, and Deli
9: Up is outside in our patio with a food lab. Lockie, tell us about it. All right, everybody. Hi, my name is Lockie. I am the project manager from the Deli Up program in association with the Louisville Community Grocery, and what we're doing outside today is we're giving you guys a bunch of very delicious, very healthy free food (laughs) so our deli up program is really important to us what it is is we are developing our menu for the inevitable louisville community grocery store but before we develop our deli menu we need to find out what you our buyers actually would like to buy. So what we'll be doing is we're hosting a series of events all over this summer, including right here outside today, where we will let you sample a bunch of fantastic dishes from our trainee chefs that we're running through our food management program. And all we ask is a little bit of contact information in return. So if you like free delicious food, served to you by happy, smiling, wonderful people. If you head out here on the patio today, you can have as much of that as you like, which is something that I know everybody here will love. So go out there, grab yourself a wristband, fill out a little contact card, and come and meet our trainees. Come and meet me and have a great time. We've got a bit of music and things like that going on out there at the moment as well, so everybody can get down and eat at the same time. Thank you so much, guys.
2: Lockie, don't go. Don't go. Tell us us what food you have. Can you spend a couple... We we have a minute. Would you mind spending a
9: minute describing what you have for us? No problem. Thank you. So, we have... Two actually wonderful Puerto Rican dishes. We have huli huli chicken and we have another beautiful Puerto Rican seasoned vegetable soup. We have macaroons for dessert. So if you like those, we absolutely have those out there for people to eat. We've got some fantastic deli sandwiches. We have some tuna and lemon salmon sandwiches, which are, oh, thank you so much. We have some lemon salmon sandwiches and we have a range of salads, but I tell you what you absolutely have to try are the miso butter radishes. So miso, salt, pepper, melt that stuff together, toss it on some radishes, put it in the oven and my goodness, it is absolutely delicious. So come out and grab it when you can. Woo! Thank you, Lucky. Wonderful,
2: wonderful stuff. Please come out here to the Tim Faulkner Gallery. We are in Old Louisville. We are excited to have everybody show up and participate in the various activities for Forward Radio's fifth birthday party. Um, Okay, so let me just really quickly, Forward Radio is about social justice radio. We are trying to be radio for the people, by the people. We would love to have some programmers. I have not heard anybody talk about this need, but my God, Forward Radio needs you. I am just some jerk off the street. They gave me a microphone. If you, too, are a jerk off the street, we would love to have you. If you're interested in doing something like inspiring people on the radio and also, also, I have to say if you're interested in editing your own radio show. So this is a skill that we really need you to also embrace. But we can teach you. It's not hard. All of us in the room who do radio have figured it out. So it's not the end of the world. Uh, We would love to have your interests represented on Forward Radio. Please send an email to the folks at Forward Radio. You can go to forwardradio.org, and you can give some... uh, You can give. You can give. It's a birthday party. We need you to give. So you can do that, but you can also sign up to give your time and your interests to make a radio show. We are absolutely excited. We've got so many cool radio shows. I wonder right now if I could get another radio person to come up here and talk about being on the radio. If you're in the room... Hey, listen everybody in the room, because I'm talking for sure to all the radio programmers in the room. If you would like to take a minute or two to talk about your radio show, I want you to right now. I want you to come up here and give me that time, if you will. So could you please, Patty Payette, for example, will you talk about your radio show? Patty brought, us a, brought me a piece of the Forward Radio birthday cake. It is a cookie cake with frosting, and I have to say, it looks outstanding. I hope all of you will go and get a piece of it over when you uh, sign up for the door prize. We still need people to do door prizes. So Patty's going to talk really quickly about uh, whatever the hell she does on the radio.
1: Thank you, Brian. I am the co-host of a show on Forward Radio called Critical Thinking for... Everyone! Everyone! Yes! Brian Barnes and I have been co-hosting this show for four years... Actually, I think it's four and a half, so almost the same age as Forward Radio. feels
2: really long. Yeah. feels like a long time.
1: <laughs> and uh, so what is our show about? We take critical thinking out of the ivory tower and we bring it into everyday life. Our show is all about how you can harness critical thinking tools and ideas for your everyday life because the quality of your thinking... The quality of your life is dependent on the quality of your thinking. So we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of laughs. We hope people learn something.
2: When's the show, Patty?
1: The show, I'm glad you asked, Brian. Our show airs three times each week. So each weekly episode, you can, three chances to hear it. You can hear it at 5 p.m. Thursdays or midnight Thursdays, which is?
2: The critical thinking witching hour, yeah, or
1: Fridays at 11 a.m. So we hope you can. We hope you listen. You can also check out our shows and uh, archive podcast form on SoundCloud. So thank you all. Who else is? Who else would like to talk about their show on critical on uh, Forward Radio? Come on, we got some great shows.
2: Thank you, Patty. I appreciate you letting me put you on the spot. Hey, Ruth, you want to talk about your show? Yeah, that's cool. Hang on. We, yeah, we'll, yeah. We, we, you want to talk about your show for a minute? No more? I can do it. Hey, you talk about your show. How are you? What's your name? Lizzie Carraway. Lizzie? Lizzie, yep. Lizzie Carraway is going to tell us about her show. Thank you so much.
5: Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Uh, I'm Lizzie Carraway, as he said, and I host Two Nuts in a Pod on Woo! Forward Radio. <laughs> Um, so what we do is we're all about just destigmatizing conversations around mental health. So we have guests who come on to talk about their own mental health issues. We talk about our mental health issues, and let me tell you, we have plenty. Um, I co-host with Emery Williamson, by the way, who's around here somewhere. Um, but sometimes we have advocates from the community, mental health advocates, or we'll have clinicians come on the show as well. Um, so if you're interested in mental health care advocacy or you just want to hear people talk about their feelings. That's what we're all about. And we air on Tuesdays at 6 p.m., Wednesdays at 10 a.m., and Thursdays at 12 a.m. Also, if you're more of like a podcast listener, you can go to fordradio.org and you'll find the archives for all the programs, including what's playing that current week. Uh, So, yeah, give us a listen. Check out other shows. Um, And thanks for coming out.
2: Lizzie, thank you. That was awesome. She's just standing there and just walked up and took the microphone. That's the the kind of initiative we need at Forward Radio. We need people who are just ready to step up and say, this is my show, and I'm going to put it out there to the world. Thank you so much for the work you're doing on Forward Radio. Anybody else, any other programmers want to give a... I see so many solid programmers in the room. I'll tell you what, if you go to forwardradio.org, you can hear this guy's show. Hey, everybody. I'm Justin Mogg, host of Sustainability Now. That's not what I want to talk about, though,
0: because this is a celebration of community. And so I want to shout out our community partners at Forward Radio. That is our nonprofits in the community that support the station directly with financial contributions. Shout out to all of our community partners. If you're a part of a community organization and you'd like to have that organization support the station, you can go to forwardradio.org and uh, fill out a quick form there, and we'll be in touch with you. Also, our underwriters, are small businesses in the community that support us. Uh, So can I get all of our partners off the top of my head? Some of them are here today. Sustainable Agriculture of Louisville, thank you very much for your support of the station. The Urban Agriculture Coalition, thank you so, so much. I saw Vaughn. I know he's from the Urban Agriculture Coalition, longtime supporters of the station. The Sierra Club, the Louisville Chapter, thank you so much. Terrell was in the house earlier. Thank you so much, Sierra Club. Uh, and of course, our folks who do programming too Veterans for Peace, thank you so much, Veterans for Peace, for supporting the station for so long. Uh, and Single Payer Kentucky, you guys are amazing and we
2: love your show. Uh, so
0: I think that's all of our community partners. Did I forget any? Did I forget any, Brian?
2: If we forgot you, we love you, and we apologize, but this is chaotic. This whole thing is just an absolute party. We're so glad you're here, and thank you for your support. We don't want to leave anyone out, but we are really, I don't know, is the word blessed? I suppose that's a good word for it, for all of our community partners, and thank you so much for all of your support of Forward Radio, and uh, we hope that you continue. At this point, I'm going to introduce... Our keynote speaker, uh, we are honored today to have Adria Johnson, who is the President and CEO of the Metro United Way. I'm going to read a little bit from Adria's bio. Adria Johnson embodies hope, integrity, and humanity, and has focused her career on lifting some of society's most vulnerable populations, as well as being of service to others. Adria is a dedicated and well-respected servant leader with more than 27 years of hands-on experience in the public, nonprofit, and private sectors. Ms. Johnson's proven ability to lead efforts toward reform and to work collaboratively across a wide range of stakeholders have positioned her well for the role she now holds as President and Chief Executive Officer for Metro United Way. Prior to being chosen to serve in this capacity, Ms. Johnson was Chief Impact Officer for that organization for three years and held previous leadership roles in Kentucky State Government and Louisville Metro Government. Her leadership has been instrumental in developing transformative investment strategies and collective approaches for for many vulnerable populations traditionally not benefited by these services. In addition, Ms. Johnson stood at the forefront and led and supported efforts aimed at addressing racial disparities and equity concerns found within the population served in child welfare. Prior to joining Metro United Way, Ms. Johnson served as the Commissioner and Deputy Commissioner for the Kentucky Department for Community-Based Services. Before joining state government, Ms. Johnson held key roles in Louisville Metro government ranging from capital planning analysts in the Office of Management and Budget to Acting Director of the the Department of Community Services and Revitalization. Ms. Johnson's strong fiscal experience has gained, has been gained in various roles held in the private sector as well. Ms. Johnson completed her undergraduate studies at Ball State University and completed several postgraduate courses for the University of Louisville. She is also a published author having published a book of poetry in 2004. She's a native of Louisville and has two children, a son and a daughter, and two precious grandchildren. Please welcome me. Please join me in welcoming Adria Johnson.
10: Hi. Thank you. Um, I I feel like keynote just feels so formal. (laughs) Um, So I will just um, give a few remarks and just, you know, kind of share my thoughts around some things. But first of all, I just... I. I feel like a degree of shame because I have never been in this incredibly beautiful space and so I am actually looking forward to taking a moment after I give some remarks to just kind of take it all in but just um, can't express uh, my thanks enough for the opportunity to be here this afternoon when Ruth reached out um, and just said I would love it if you could come and support this event I, I never turned down an opportunity to be in community I think it's important for us to, to work together, especially when we're working together to try and um, make positive impact in community. And when Ruth, Ruth, excuse me, shared with me her concept paper, I was really um, just taken aback because, and in a good way, because she reached out and just shared her vision that how might this community really come together with a much deeper degree of collaboration around working together and really amplifying and leaning on each other to to really bring awareness to the issues that we're all solving for and to really come alongside and say how might we do that and be even more effective at what we're all trying to do individually but how might we really embrace this concept of what it means to be united and so you know being the president and CEO of United Way that um, is just so fitting just in terms of how we operate um, you know it reflects much of how we show up in community but as I thought about what Ruth was saying you know just how do we reach all of the nonprofits across across this community and try and foster that collaboration a few things um, did war top or are top of mind for me um, that I think, I hope that all those that are here and all those that are listening will try and do their part to help forge that sense of unity and solidarity around these issues. And and one of the first things that I reflected on, because being in this seat now that I've been in since August, I hear that a lot. I'm in a lot of conversations where there's this constant push for We're blessed as a community to have so many nonprofit organizations that stand themselves up, right? So just I think that sheer um, reflection of what a compassionate community this is that is reflected in those that are willing to say, you know, I see that this is a need. I want to be part of the solution, so I'm going to stand myself up and do that. And so that is a blessing that we are a community that is flush with that level of just wanting to be part of the solution, wanting to live out compassion and humanity in a much deeper way, but then that lends to, when you're in the spaces that I find myself in, this constant conversation around, we have this plethora of nonprofits, and it seems that everyone, despite well intentions, may possibly be working in duplication you know, really making it harder because we're not working as cohesively and collaboratively as we could be. And so I feel like I'm often in this conversation that feels like Groundhog Day, right? And I... Um, I feel like I have mixed feelings on that topic, right? Because from the vantage point that I sit in at United Way, which is an organization that is very intentional about being very attuned to what is going on and to really keeping our finger on the pulse and understanding what is, what is most prevalent in terms of need in this community, what's driving that, that we see that need is just growing, right? And if you look at, you know, the past, I mean, we've all been through the pandemic. I I hesitate to say just exactly where we are with coming out. (laughs) So um, you just, you know, but having now had a couple years of that behind us, you know, from the vantage point that we sit in, we know that we just saw um, need become even more pronounced. And we also saw a very glaring... I think, just amplification of where we've had such disparity in our community all along that the pandemic just helped to compound, right? And so when I hear that we are a community that's just flush with so many nonprofits um, that aren't working together, what comes top of mind for me are I'm not necessarily so sure that, that we have too many, because you often hear that said, right, that there are just way too many. Might, um, you know, the right hand talk to the left hand over here, and that's not to say that there isn't always room for efficiency. How can we work more cohesively together? How can we make sure that we as a community understand the common goals that we should all be working toward? And how do we ensure that we know what role we're most fit to play in that solution and where we need to plug in? And so, uh, you know, that's not to discount all of the opportunity to be more strategic. More intentional. How do we really leverage ourselves in a way to pack more punch against you know things that are incredibly overwhelming, and can you know create fatigue and all the things that go along with trying to solve the world's most complex problems, which is what it feels like when you're mired in this day in and day out. And so when I think about you know one of the things that um, you know I think wanting to debunk some of the myths around, or maybe not debunk the myths, but maybe shine a light on why we are limited in our ability to work more collaboratively, I think a few things that we should keep top of mind, and especially for those that are listening and, you know, may be compelled to want to support WFMP um, and any other nonprofit out in community, it's one that there tends to be this um immediate notion that we go to that says there's competition for scarce resources right um you know that the the pie is only so large and you know, the more folks that are trying to get a slice of that pie, well, it really is going to impede anyone's ability to be effective at what it is they feel their mission is to be effective at. And as, you know, head of an organization that is blessed to have a level of sustained time, talent, and treasure that pour into it for us to be effective, I know how precious those resources are, but I would challenge this concept that we're competing for the same dollar. And so if, if anyone present or anyone listening has, you know, followed at all the work of the Greater Louisville Project or is really you know wanting to get a snapshot of where we fare in comparisons to peer cities in terms of giving, I can tell you that the, the last report that was done by GLP, and let me make sure that I am quoting this accurately because I like to get my sources right, um, they did a, the flow of community investment report and I believe that much of this, um, much of the results of this, were published in 2019. And in comparison with with our peer cities, it would tell you that while we've got more than. 90% of our high-income households, so those households that are blessed with to bring in more than $200,000 per year, so those that, you know, really perhaps are better situated to give of their treasure, that 90% of those folks give, and so that is incredibly laudable yay, please continue to do that. You know, I was raised despite going through, you know, tough challenges, you know, that my family endured. My parents always instilled in us that you can always give back to someone else despite whatever you may be going through. And, and you, you know, you make that personal decision based on what is best for you and your household. But what we found is that... Um, they give about 3.5% of their total income. And that is roughly, um, in comparison to peer cities, peer cities are giving on average 4.5% of their discretionary income. And so, you know, based on this report that was done by Greater Louisville Project, if we could find it within ourselves to perhaps rise to the occasion a little more taller and dig a little bit deeper, and even give in comparison to where our peer cities were, that we would generate more than $80 million for nonprofits in this community um, that really would help them in fulfilling their mission. And when you think about the nonprofits that are here in this community and who they're serving you know that the impact of that underinvestment really does have a disproportionate effect on the most vulnerable populations that that exist in this community so that that is one thing that i would challenge ourselves in this room and anyone listening to really when when we when we go at this from a scarcity mindset that you know feels like yes we're in competition for each other there's only you know so much giving that exists, and when we're all out here competing for the same donors, you know, know, what's the likelihood of us to really be able to develop a sustained level of giving against these issues? So, one thing I would challenge you with, And, and the other thing that I would challenge you with is to consider that where we don't see that degree of collaboration happening, I would, you know, ask you to really put yourself in the, in the position in the shoes of these smaller nonprofit agencies, right, in particular. At Metro United Way, we have been on this journey to really reevaluate how we make impact in community. That has forced us to step back and say for all of the generosity that flows into us and the wealth of causes and partners that we've invested in. Are we doing that in a way that's going to have the greatest impact? And also, have we done that in a way that promotes equity? And so, when you consider that we've got, you know, again, we are a community that is flush. With giving and people that want to be part of the solution, many of those organizations are smaller in nature. They're grassroots in nature. They've got limited staff, limited volunteers. And so, you know, they're trying to be literally Jack and Janes of all trades. And so, when for us, we've also considered how can we promote uh, a mode of philanthropy that really does prioritize wanting to support some of those organizations that haven't had the same level of access that then has impeded their ability to be as effective in community and to grow and scale the things that they're doing. And along with that equity focus adapting to a frame of trust-based philanthropy, which really says that, you know, one, when you look at the existing construct around philanthropy, again, the best laid intentions often don't, you know, end up being as successful as the intention is intended to be because of um, the reality of how that plays out. And the world of philanthropy has been no different. You know, often giving is very time-limited. It's project or program specific, and so when you think about your nonprofit organizations that are out here, that you know every dollar is incredibly precious. To have less prescription on on their ability to utilize those dollars in their organizations in a way that's meaningful, to give in a way that perhaps is multi-year and not just limited to you know a, a very time-limited uh, construct with an expectation that you see transformative outcomes to give people more runway to actually accomplish their mission, more discretion on how they accomplish their mission. Those are all things that are precious and critical to then really being able to fulfill Ruth's vision Vision, excuse me, of how do we develop deeper solidarity among our nonprofit partners. And so the first thing that we have to do is equip them to have enough bandwidth to be able to do that. And part of what that is going to require is for us to really consider how can we strengthen our support and build the capacity so that nonprofit partners have the ability to then say, you know, might I carve out some time to really think about, you know, if we are over here in this space serving in this way, and, and you know, Louisville's, I feel like, one big small town, having been born and raised here, you know, we all know each other, we're like two degrees separated from each other, right? Um, but, you know, so I, I, I don't know that it, it's, people don't have wind of what's going on, but it literally becomes, a practical matter of not having the time and the resource to really lean in and operate in that way that we would all want to see us operate so then we can be more effective at what we're trying to do, right? Who who should we partner with? Because it does take all of us working together. I mean, you know, while yes, there is a whole pool of untapped resources that I am confident that we as a community can uncover and deploy in a way that is incredibly meaningful, it does take us working together in innovative ways that perhaps we hadn't considered before to really solve for these things. And that's, you know, again, part of what endears me to the organization that I'm now blessed to lead because we do work in partnership. And whether that's with our local government, whether that's with private foundations, whether that's with corporate partners, because, I mean, the, the whole concept of a village really took on a whole new meaning when I stepped in this role and really saw that that is actually what it's going to take for us to really overcome. And so, though, uh, you know, again, I think those are the biggest, you know, as I thought about what would be meaningful to, to impart to those that are physically here, those that may be tuning in. Um, and I think that that's just it. It's, it's what can we do to promote greater giving? What can we do to promote a culture of true trust-based philanthropy? And what can we do to really strengthen our nonprofit sector, which again is incredibly strong in this community, but needs our support in building their capacity to be as effective as they can be. And um, so again, it is truly a pleasure. I, along with not, you know, having had the pleasure of walking through this beautiful gallery, I have to also admit that I was not familiar with With WFMP and now you know to know excuse me that this is just you know one of two nonprofit community radio stations that really is such an incredible gift to this community and when Ruth also shared with me when I had an opportunity to talk to her about how might this platform give our nonprofit community that opportunity to showcase what they do i mean i can tell you that metro united way and it's 104 year history we have supported you know anywhere from 130 to 150 organizations at any given point in time across our seven county service area but it wasn't until we stepped back and said Who, I mean, and and that's not to say that those 130 to 150 partners have not done and don't continue to do incredible work, but who else is out there? And we weren't even aware until we started to step back and reconsider how we support community of who was out here and who was doing phenomenal work. And so to know that this beautiful resource in our community exists that nonprofit partners can tap into to say, hey, Ruth, you know, can I get just a segment To talk about the work that we are doing in community. I mean, how phenomenal is that for them to have an opportunity to spread awareness and to deepen awareness and hopefully garner support for what they're doing? Um, You know, the the past couple years that, that we've all gone through, it was our nonprofit partners that rose to the occasion and helped support this community during, at least in my lifetime, the most challenging time that I've ever lived in. And, you know, when JCPS pivoted to NTI, it was those small nonprofit. Partners who said, Hey, I know parents, everyone can't stay at home with their child and become an NTI instructor. We will stand up. You know, we will reconfigure our space. We will make the space for children to be able to come so that they can navigate their educational career in this new setting. Caregiver can continue to work outside the home if that is required. And that is, it was just an incredible, you know. Effort to witness, to witness those that said, yes, we don't necessarily have the resources. We ourselves don't have it figured all out. We ourselves are all on our own personal home fronts going through something to deal with the pandemic. I mean, it, 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 none of us were immune, right, to having to adapt our lives in some way. Um, and so to see nonprofit partners who don't have a level often of resource and support raise their hands and say that we will do this and we'll figure it out along the way was just an incredibly beautiful thing to watch. And that's just one example. I mean, whether it was providing basic needs, whether it was helping to make sure that seniors who could no longer um, receive meal provision in congregate settings because congregate settings closed, Volunteers could no longer show up, or many of the volunteers themselves were in the age and the demographic that was most compromised at one point in time during this pandemic. To see that others rose above and just said, Hey, we will do this was just an incredibly beautiful thing to watch. So I am just tickled pink that I now have another ally in community in meeting Ruth Newman, who I can tell you is um, a force to be reckoned with in a wonderful way, no, an incredibly wonderful way. I mean, her tenacity was like, I know you're busy and we haven't even met, but I heard that you might be good to come and do this. Would you come and do this? And then when I saw her passion, when we had an opportunity to Zoom, how could I say no? And I'm just excited about what this partnership may bring um, to strengthening our community and it's a pleasure to see all of you here and, and happy uh, fifth anniversary, right? You're celebrating number five. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Happy. I, I, I hope to be back here next year for six and, and to help strengthen you all's mission and what you're trying to do in community. So thank you for having me. Um, it is truly a pleasure. I hope that this continues to be an incredible event and um, look forward to what the future holds for us. So thank you very much.
2: Many thanks to Adria Johnson. Give it up another round of applause, please. Metro United Way, Adrian Johnson, thank you very much. Absolutely delighted. We look forward to continuing to partner with Metro United Way in any ways we can, uh, we can make that happen. Thank you so much for all your kind words and your inspiring um, commentary. I want to just take a moment. Some of you have been talking today about inspirations and things that really matter to you. I just want to talk about something that really matters to me, and that's dirt. Do you guys know anything about dirt? I'll tell you what, I know a little bit about dirt. I just want to say something about Louisville Compost Co-op. I don't know if you guys know about this, but for 20 bucks a month, they will come to your house, and they'll get all your compost scraps, and they'll take it away and make compost out of it. We don't need to put the compostables in the landfill, right? Because that's what we do right now. We just throw them in the trash. But that just goes to the landfill, and that makes all kinds of greenhouse gases and stuff. You could instead, for 20 bucks a month, have the scraps picked up from your house and uh, turned into compost at L. You can go to louisvillecompost.com and get information about this if you would like to sign up on the internet. There's volunteering as well. If you, would like to, if you would like to have a volunteer opportunity, you can show up at the University of Louisville Community Composting Project, which is where all of the sausage gets made. Ah! In the composting world, anyway. That's where we make the compost. Sundays from noon to 2, there's a volunteer uh, opportunity. Every Sunday of the year from noon to 2, just come out. The, the scientists, if we listen to them, they say that like getting your hands in dirt and stuff is good for you. Man, we got dirt. We got dirt, We got worms. We got bees. We got rainwater. We got plants. I mean, come out, it's, it's nothing but good stuff. And we'd love to have you any Sunday from noon to two. but if you don't want to, you can put your stuff in a five-gallon bucket, and Louisville Compost Co-op will pick it up from your house every week for 20 bucks a month. And with that, And with no further ado, thank you for allowing me to make that advertisement. Justin Mogg will tell us about how the fundraising is going. Have you given yet? Oh, yeah. yeah, some people have given. Here we go. This crowd's legit. They have given. Yeah. And we want to thank people
0: People going old school with the checks. Oh, yeah. Look at this, Madeline Reno. Yeah. Thank, thank you money, so baby. much. Yeah. Uh, and we've received several checks in the mail as well, which is why I think I can confidently state that Forward Radio has achieved our goal of raising $5,000. I want to thank each and every one of you. We have 53 donors now online. Hey, if you want to join this party, it's not too late. Go to forwardradio.org. You can pick up on some great thank you gifts. Uh, we don't have time to thank all 53 of you right now, but man, this is so great to have all of you supporting the station. This is how we do it. We don't do it with one big sugar daddy, we do it with all the little sugar kids, right? (laughs) Spreading the sugar around.
2: (laughs) Thank you, Justin, and thanks to all the sugar kind. God, we love you. Uh, We're going to bring Amber Riggs back up. She's going to rock us back out with some of her musical stylings. But before we do, I I have been asked to announce that we have 15 minutes left in the silent auction. Look, We've got a whole stack of Heine Brothers gift cards. We're trying to give away to every person who signs up. Jeanette's back there in her magic hat and robe. She would love for you, in particular, to to uh, put in a bid for the four hours of live music. But we have plenty of other cool things back there. Please put us over. Put us over, put, us over put us over. Come on back there for the silent auction. All right. Well, well with no further ado, we're going to bring in some non-silent action. Amber Riggs, she's coming at us from E-Town. Amber, do you have a venue in E-Town you'd love to give a shout-out to? I play everywhere, man, but Papaw's. Papaw's? Papaw's Barbecue in E-Town is the place if you find yourself up there. Wicked-Eyed Woman? woman? Beautiful. Those are the spots in E-Town. Check them out. You might find Amber Riggs there any particular evening. Uh, And so... Thank you very much for being at our party. Please enjoy the music. If you haven't been outside to check out this fantastic food from Deli Up, also supported by the Louisville Community Grocery. If you haven't checked them out, it's time to. Also, Carol Trainer has free food over here in the adjacent room with the open bar. We are at the Tim Faulkner Gallery and we are rocking with Amber Riggs. <laughs>
6: everybody doing? I hope you guys donated. All right, my name's Amber Riggs. I'm gonna play some tunes for you for the next 45 minutes. Thank you guys for coming. This first song I wrote for my grandparents, this is called, I Need You. everybody. My grandma could not be here today but that song was written for her and my uh, past grandfather. They were married for 27 years and she lost her best friend in 2010. She's been asking me to write a song ever since then. This is called Best of Friends. The sweetest. This next song is called Once Upon a Man. I wrote this in high school. Next one's called On My Way.
2: From Jeanette.
8: Okay, folks, I'd like to make the announcement of the winners of the silent auction on the items you have bid on. And this is a last call. If you wouldn't put forward radio over the hill, oh, yeah, the hill. Bid on this band, the Blues Redemption, for your derby party or your event. So that's a $1,000 bid. It's yours, it's four hours of live music. 500 of that thousand goes to forward radio, and 500 goes to the band. You'd be hard pressed to find a live band for your derby party at this late time. So now's your chance. Anybody? Going once, going twice, three times. You want that? Anybody want that? Okay, let's go ahead and make the announcements. Okay. Yeah, you do that.
2: Okay. Okay, is this the winner?
8: The winner of the Undersink Organizes, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah! Take this Sarah! form up to the forward radio table and pay your money.
2: All right. Amber, thanks for your, or thanks for your patience.
8: Oh, of course. You guys go ahead. Knock Appreciate yourselves you. out.
2: All right, thanks. We oh, love, we love your tunes.
8: Hey, This was a deal and a half. Nine vintage albums for $21. Michael, come on up and get it. Michael!
2: Vintage albums. Michael's the guy, too. I mean, this guy loves sounds. He's only got
8: about 6,000 of
2: them. There you go. Now, 6,009 here for Radio Today.
8: Michael, you want another batch of... Michael's in
2: it! More vintage This guy any more vintage albums i was working him really good. <laughs> well done everybody okay nick nick
8: nick nick vintage albums well done Over nick table. okay and oh my gosh carol you won the the uh, extraordinaire pooper scooper
2: pooper scooper well we don't know where carol good. went but carol, she she will up went up there he, you won the pooper scooper. Yes, that's commitment. That's somebody who cares about the the whole team, right there. Sure. Yeah, your husband'll love it. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Jeanette. We're still we're still uh, looking for anybody to talk to Jeanette about a band for Derby. But speaking of bands for Derby, I don't know. I don't know if you're free for Derby.
6: What's the date?
2: Uh, first Saturday in May is what I heard. Isn't that right?
6: I think I'm booked. I got a private party for Derby. Is it that's May 7th? Good.
2: Yeah, that sounds right.
6: I got a private party. Well, that's side. good. That's what, no, that's
2: what you want. No, it's what you want. That's <laughs> anyway. If you wanna, if you wanna talk to Amber about uh, maybe another party in the future, how would they get a hold of you?
6: You guys can find me on Facebook. Uh, Amber Riggs is the name.
2: Amber Riggs on Facebook, and she is out of E Town, and she is rocking us here at the fifth <laughs> Forward Radio birthday party at the Tim Faulkner Gallery. Back to Amber Riggs.
6: Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. You guys are all so awesome. Alrighty. This song is called This One's For You. is having a good time. Thank you so much for listening. I play so dang hard I throw the strings out of tune.
0: to you live from Ford radio's fifth anniversary party here at the tim faulkner gallery you won't want to miss it we're going until four you got another half hour to get out here at logan street and kentucky right across the street from the logan street market and uh we've got cake we've got great food from the louisville community grocery deli up program we've got drinks We've got great community partner organizations in the house and Amber Riggs performing live. Come on out and join us and celebrate with us our fifth year on the air today.
6: I don't want to be that girl that nobody knows. I just want to be that girl over there with the soul. next one's called. I've got so many originals I can't remember the name. (laughs) It's a tough life. about six months ago. Y'all forgive me, I still gotta use my music. (laughs) Thanks brother. go down to drop D you guys Two more, I gotta pick the special one. to be here you guys this is gonna be my last song this is called boogeyman Y'all have a great day. Just kidding. so great. It was lovely meeting all of you guys. Can't wait to do this again. Y'all be careful getting home.
2: And thanks to Amber Riggs. Let's hear it for Amber again one more time. Woo! Just burned the place down here at the Forward Radio birthday party. Congratulations on a fantastic set, and thank you for sharing it with us. I want to thank all the great folks who showed up today. It's been so awesome forward radio birthday party. I want to thank uh, Kenyetta back there at the Bernheim booth. I hope you went and saw her. Excellent stuff. Bernheim Forest a wonderful asset here in the community. Thanks to the League of Women Voters who showed up. Thanks to Veterans for Peace who showed up. Thanks for everybody. Carol Trainer. thanks for the food. Carol, where are you at? Oh, man. And thanks to our wonderful partners from Louisville Community Grocery and No, the name of the... Deli Up. I don't know why I can't keep it in my head, but Deli Up has been awesome. Everybody loved that food here today. It's been nothing but good. Thanks to the Tim Faulkner Gallery down here on Logan Street. Man, we have, we have had a killer time here, and we hope that you joined us down here. And if you didn't get a chance, I mean, Tim Faulkner Gallery is here all the time, and the gallery is beautiful. You should come check it out. There's wonderful local pieces of art here, and obviously, it's a fantastic event space. Am I right? Yeah. Fantastic. All right, well, I would love to just take a moment and thank all of the hard work from Ruth Newman. Thank you, Ruth. Oh, man. No way we couldn't have got it done without Ruth and, of course, the man with the technical plan, Justin Mogg. I want to thank Michael Logston over here. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for all that, all that help today. And uh, also Ty takes us first full circle because he helped get Amber here. So, so that all works out. Am I missing anything? It has been lovely. Everybody be safe going home. Thank you for coming out. And I'm going to give the very last word to Justin Mogg. No, not the last word.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. I can't believe we did it. We raised $5,000. That means <laughs> whoa, it means so much to us. Well, you know, all of us volunteers who give of our time and our hearts, you know, to to this station, we just feel the love today, bouncing right back at us in your financial contributions. Thank you so much, everybody who gave online, who gave with checks today. You guys are amazing. We did it. We did it, y'all. Thank you. And tune in to Forward Radio, 106.5 FM and forwardradio.org for many years to come. Thanks to you all. And that's going to about wrap up our live broadcast from the Tim Faulkner Gallery here on Logan Street. want to thank everybody who came out today and joined us and uh, celebrated with us five years of community broadcasting, five years in your ears, only thanks to you all. You know, this might be a fine opportunity for me to give one last update, a live update on the fundraising everybody's gone to forwardradio.org and donated we have 53 donors at our give lively platform who've helped us raise nearly four thousand dollars plus all the checks that we got in the mail and just handed to us today at the tim faulkner gallery that adds up to well over five thousand dollars i'm so delighted that we reached our goal. And I would just like to take a moment to just thank everyone. We want to thank all of our donors. Harriet Seiler, thank you so much. Humberto Fossi, Fritz Hilton in honor of Gigi. Thank you, Fritz. Enid Redman gave a generous donation, as did Victoria Strange in honor of independent media and democracy. Thank you to Judy Jennings and Nancy Jakubiak. Thank you, Stacy Sherwood and Jackie Thomas, who gave in honor of our own Ruth Newman. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Missy Morganson and Patty Payette. Thank you, Amy Smalley, for your extremely generous donation to the station. We love you, Amy. We love all the programming you do. Thank you, Deborah Gutig. Thank you, Letitia Marshall, great friend of the station. Thank you, Snake Jones, for giving of your financial contributions and of your time serving on our board. Thank you, James Johnson. What a generous donation, James. Thank you so much for helping sustain us. Thank you, Jeanette Westbrook. You are amazing, Jeanette. Thanks for all you do for the station. Thank you, Joshua Newman. Thank you, John Trueblood. Thank you, Sue Finley. Thank you, Sharice Williams, who gave twice. She loves it so much. Thank you, Susan Bentley, who gave in honor of Johanna Kamenish. Thank you, Amanda Fuller. Thank you, Greg Gapsis. Thank you, Nancy Jakubiak. Thank you, Sharice, again. Thank you, Dave Collier. Thank you, Carol Trainer. Thank you, Peter Berries. Thank you so much, Wallace McMullen, for your donation. And thank you, David Piles, who gave in memory of Bill Wallace. Thank you, David Dutchke. Thank you, Mary Williams. Thank you, Michael Logsdon. Thank you, Avery Kohlers. We miss having you on the station, uh, producer of Ethics Forward. Thank you, Dave Robinson, for giving of your time and your treasure to the station our host of Bench Talk, The Week in Science. We love you, Dave. Thank you. Thank you, Judy Watrous. Thank you, Self. I gave to the station too. I'm Justin Mogg. And thank you, Ruth Newman, who also donated. Then we had about a dozen of the Anonymous family donating to the station. That's 53 donors, friends. If you want to join them, you can go to forwardradio.org right now to become a part of this illustrious crew supporting the station we only come to you once a year during the pledge drive and we want to thank everybody for helping us make it such a resounding success today uh wow you guys are amazing the love we feel from our community you know the reason we're able to do this is because of you and we are just so grateful for your support um You know, as as radio producers, it can be a lonely thing up in the studio, you know, not knowing is anybody out there listening. Well, today on our fifth anniversary, we know you're listening and you love it and you support it and you're willing to give of your hard-earned dollars. Boy, that is, it's just such an honor to be a part of this community and to be celebrating five years of community broadcasting today. What an honor. All right. With no further ado, we're going to take you back to the studio. Coming up in just a minute here at 4 o'clock. We're going to bring you Between the Lines, followed by Making Contact, two of the national programs produced by the National Community Radio Network, Pacifica, uh, formed in the 20s and 30s out in California and still going strong today. And your contributions today at forwardradio.org help support the Pacifica Radio Network as well. And so if you appreciate that kind of programming, national and local, then you can go to forwardradio.org and give through midnight and still pick up on some of those fantastic thank you gifts that are only available for the rest of the day. We have reached it, my folks. This was exactly five years ago that we flipped the switch. Boy, I wish I remember the hour, but it was five years ago today on April 9th, 2017, when we flipped that switch and started broadcasting 24-7, 365, 365, thanks to you all thanks so much for everything you do to support the station and as was mentioned several times today if you want to do more than just support us financially we would love to have your voice behind this microphone we would love for you to be sharing the perspectives and issues in our community that no one else knows about you all have a unique voice to share and you can only do it on forward radio right so Whether you want to do a one-time access hour or weekly programming, we are here for you. We are your community radio station. We are the people's megaphone, right? We also want to thank our underwriters and community sponsors, uh, community partners who help us get through through the year in financial health. And it's only because of organizations like Sustainable Ag of Louisville and the Urban Agriculture Coalition that we're able to keep going. Thank you so much, Sierra Club. Sowers of Justice, thank you so much, Veterans for Peace. You guys are amazing, and your support of the station is amazing, Uh, and we're just filled with gratitude today here on Forward Radio. All right, I'll take you back to the studio now, uh, and coming up at 4 o'clock, you're going to hear Between the Lines. This is Justin Mogg signing off from the Tim Faulkner Gallery here Celebrating five years of community broadcasting.